cousins closer than brothers. Hello and welcome back to Cousins Closer Than Brothers. I'm Helen. And I'm Fiona. We made it to podcast number four. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate We've made it, it this far. We appreciate you so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks very much. And today we're going to be talking about insecure. So I thought this would be a good episode to do because on the surface level, I feel like I have, well, not a lot of insecurities, but we'll get into it. But when I said it to Fiona, she goes, well, I don't have <laughs> So maybe we, can, maybe we can delve in and find some. <laughs> I'll tell well, you I'll yours. <laughs> I'll tell you what you should be insecure yeah. about. I want to kind of start with this by saying, for me personally, like the word insecure, I don't think really reflects things I'm going to discuss because I think I'm self-conscious, not insecure. And to me, the difference mm. is that like in, in insecurity, it's like you're looking for reassurance from someone else. Whereas I can never get that. No one can tell me I'm anything good or bad because I'm not going to believe them for the most part. Whereas, or I won't have the same cut as like myself. So when I say I'm self-conscious about things, there's things that I don't like about myself but one I don't necessarily believe that they're true they're just things I have hang-ups on or maybe if I'm feeling shit I'll make myself feel shitter by thinking about it or yeah they're just things I'm self-conscious about that I don't necessarily like but as I said if like one thing for example I have kind of issues with my weight and things and just because someone like if someone told me I was fat I would never believe them but I would say to myself a hundred times a day I told you you were fat and you didn't believe me (laughs) (laughs) no I didn't believe you I didn't care well it was that was different that was a fact (laughs) at the time so for me like I I had put on a lot of weight um, when I was in my last relationship and I went from like a size 6 to a size like 14 or 16 now it's not huge or any by any stretch of the imagination but because I was so tiny it was bigger than I had bigger than I had ever been and I for me personally I'm not talking about anyone else that size or that way I was unhealthy I was like really really unhealthy it wasn't healthy for me to be that size and I was just to that weight or size by being unhealthy yeah I got to that size in like six to eight months like it was really quick turnaround but I always had issues with my I was always insecure about my body or self-conscious about my body even when I was a size six I still felt fat so it wasn't like I'm not I, I knew I wasn't big but it was just like okay my stomach was always kind of like you know like I know everyone says oh it's your uterus or whatever but when I wore crop tops I felt like I had a bit of a belly like you know what I mean and I didn't really like but it was just something I was self-conscious about so I never wore things like that like you know what I mean I never w- w- wore things I would wear now and I would have looked probably 10 times better in them then you know yeah. what I mean but I was just too self-conscious or insecure about it but like to me that's very surface level looks as an insecurity you feel like you don't really have that uh, but do you think of that small things like i'd like a lot of the, one thing that i'd be conscious about is my hair and how little of it i have mm-hmm. but like that's not even a big deal but it does it gets under my skin when people are like oh my god you've your hair is so thin or like you've no hair I fucking know that do you need to point it out yeah exactly really like well that's more rudeness as well rather than well, yeah. something that but do you feel that maybe that's or like one of my friends recently was like have you always had no hair like oh, what so sort of a rude. fucking question is that well yes, I actually I didn't have any hair until I was about eight <laughs> yeah, yeah. if you must know do you think that you don't have you're, you're maybe not insecure or self-conscious about your looks because you don't have, hold much value to I hold a lot of value mm, <laughs> okay because for me the reason like I'm not like when I say I'm self-conscious like and insecure even then I'm I'm really not in the well, maybe sense it's that just, maybe it's just that I can't change it and I, I wouldn't change it yeah I, I like I'm not into yeah okay I'm gonna get Botox I, yeah I'm not the type of person that would well then again that being said like I don't have that I want to change or would change so maybe I'm just kind of accepting with the way I look well yeah I mean it is easy when I don't think I'm a supermodel but I still wouldn't change anything well to be so like you know 
TikTok about it or whatever. It's like your features are like the social, like they're beyond socially accepted. It's not like yeah. you'd be picked on for how you look. So, yeah. or like, you know, like stereotypically, there's like certain features that aren't as desired. Of course, it doesn't mean you're any fucking less good looking if you have them, but you know yeah. what I mean? That's what makes people insecure. But that brings on another interesting topic do you think that the likes of magazines and stuff make people insecure or instagram that's the, yes. the that's the modern day really because for me i don't like and i'm speaking to someone that's like has had insecurities and and issues with my body right and how i look my whole life the earliest memory i have is i remember being like six or seven and i used to do ballet and this i remember the first time i was like self-conscious about my body because like whatever age I was say it was 8 all the other girls were 7 and I remember seeing some girls clothes size said 5 to 6 or 6 to 7 or something and I remember being like oh my god I'm 7 to 8 I'm so fat <laughs> and isn't that insane that is yeah and like I would have never like my mom never had like never did like weight watchers or anything she was always fairly slim so like it's, it's not like I got I, I don't think I got that from anyone else it was just something that in my head when I seen it I was like oh my god I'm so fat and then I would notice that I had a bigger belly than everyone else I was a child I probably had like just like you know puppy fat yeah. or whatever and even then I didn't I you was didn't like, you were really thin yeah. like but I just I, I remember like being really self-conscious from that point out and I always thought I was fat up until I was probably like 13 I remember one day I said to one of my friends I said something like oh, I'm so fat and they're like what are you talking about you're literally tiny yeah. and then I was like oh I actually am and then for a while I was up until I got kind of big again and now I've got those same issues I did literally when I was a child but they're not as bad because I've kind of gotten control over them but the reason I'm saying this is because I have all those issues and I don't honestly think that any of them are from a magazine and haven't bled into Instagram if it started from when you were seven when there was no such thing as social media then obviously not and I've never that's why I think as well it's kind of I feel that no one can make me feel that because it's so internal. Yeah. But how do you feel about Instagram? Because I find it strange. Well, I think for, not for me, but for like I would see TikTok, Instagram, whatever girls that are have unbelievable bodies, but they work for them. I'm not willing to do that. Mm-hmm. So there's no point in being upset about it. Yeah. Whereas I think other people, it probably does. It, I, I've definitely seen that in other people, but not me personally. No. Yeah, like I understand that. Maybe like, I, could, I know I could have the same body as those Instagram models if I was bothered my bollocks mm-hmm. eating healthy and doing it well we said this before it's like you like f- for the most part unless you've got other health issues and things like that like there's obviously other factors to things like most of the time you look like what you do like me for example I look like I have a takeout once a week yeah. I look like oh yeah I go to the walks and go to the gym but like and you look like you work out all the time you're really active yeah. you know what I mean and you eat well you look like that it's not yeah. as if it's a big shock so like for a while like I would feel insecure sometimes like even around you because I would just feel like oh you're so much smaller than I am so I must be huge I have like, no choice yeah you know, yeah. <laughs> I feel like uh, now I just feel like oh well if I did what you did I would look like you but I'm choosing yeah. not to do like obviously like I can't have an as active life as you do I work at a desk but like I could be a lot more active if I want to I could make better food choices if I wanted to do but I'm honestly now I'm quite content in how I look and happy just being you know whatever yeah. being me but with Instagram and stuff yeah I, I never really got that where I would see people and I I more get like real life where I see people and then would fe- feel validated or not great because 
whether I'm bigger or smaller and it's always like kind of questions as well like why do you care so much either yeah it's but, not this big bad thing if no you're, it's not but no exactly if you're happy in your body whether you're big or small whatever it may be if you're happy that's fine and you're healthy that's the most important thing if you don't feel like shit yeah exactly because sometimes I probably well I can't say too healthy but like I don't eat enough because I can't mm -hmm. and I feel shit like I might look great my body might be smaller than someone else's and they think it looks great but I'm fucking miserable yeah well that that was the thing as well when I was small like well like really small I didn't eat and it and it honestly wasn't like a conscious decision it was just like my lifestyle to be honest like I was a yeah. teenager and you know I didn't actually value like now I have such a different relationship with food because I definitely had like binge eating disorder and mm. now I find it really now I find it really hard not to binge like not I don't find it as hard as I did but I definitely have a whole different relationship with food than I ever did when I was skinny so I literally can't compare my life to that but yeah. then at the same time I used to look back and think like how could I eat what I want and and I was still so skinny what I wanted was Weedabex for breakfast coconut noodles for lunch and then like four chicken balls you know what yeah. I mean and it's like just because I was, wasn't consciously not eating a lot doesn't mean that I wasn't eating a lot and I think that's the problem with that narrative of like I can eat what I want and it's like yeah but what is it that you want to eat because people that have yeah but you can eat 400 calories of pure shite every day and be tiny but you're not going to be healthy yeah and as well like people that have issues with eating and oh yeah I can eat whatever I want but what is it you want to eat four carrots yeah exactly <laughs> like people that have issues with eating and stuff when you say oh I can eat whatever I want they're thinking that you're going out and having like a McDonald's and a this and a that and it's like no they just actually and some people don't actually care about food I'd love to be like that I would love I to be know. people that are like food is fuel like you know what I mean yeah, but I I've just never been like that but yeah as I said with insecurities like for me I only feel bad about myself when I'm stressed so like if I'm like have a really stressful week in work and like my apartment's not clean and like I've all these other pressures and stuff like that <laughs> and I'm fat yeah that's when <laughs> that's when I'll look in the mirror and be like oh my god I am so fat really yeah I will look in the mirror and be like I look huge my stomach is huge my my arms my legs like I'll just pick something and like and the funny thing is it's actually never been my face like I feel the same way you do about yourself like with my face I don't care it's yeah. not even like oh I think I'm so whatever I just do not yeah honestly, I, do I, not joke, care. I joke about thinking I'm gorgeous all the time I don't I just I just like my face yeah like yeah exactly it just, it's, a, it's fine it is it's a face it's, you know? it's there and it's, it's to stay so and that's what I feel too but like for me it's like with my body I just I only feel like that and it's so it's so so disgusting to speak to yourself like that and be and, and like it's like so what even if I was fat or if I am fat or whatever like who actually cares like it's not it's only it's, it only matters if you care yeah but it, it's like you shouldn't I don't think you should necessarily like whatever about the way you want to look but I just think like do, do, do I am like treating myself as if I'm this big fat slob and like that's why I try not to eat like shit either because I feel like when I do that if I if I overeat then I will get into that same mindset. Of oh, like, same. Like if I if I binge, yeah, I will feel like shit. I'm like, why did I do that? Like the other night, I'm supposed to be on a diet, and I ate an entire bag of fruit gums, a Mars bar ice cream, and lentil crisps because you know they're low calorie. Yeah, like yeah. what the fuck was the mentality behind that? And after I finished the entire bag of fruit gums, I felt like a fat slob. I felt like a failure. Mm -hmm. Why did I do that to myself? Yeah, exactly. Just for the, the two minute satisfaction of having a few sweets, like. It's just not worth it. I that, suppose that is probably disordered eating. Yeah, well, that's the thing, and it just depends on like, well, that's 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 what I mean about like feeling self conscious. It's own, 
I do it as a form like honestly like it's literally like a form of self-harm in the sense that like I'll like belittle myself so much and I've been trying to like work on that now where I'm like look at myself because I am truly happy in the way I look like and and I and I'm I'm not unhealthy I don't eat really bad and I'm working out and I'm exercising I'm nothing like the way I was but I feel that way a lot of the time I feel the same size I look in the mirror and I don't see things that different and like then when I look back on all pictures I'm like oh my god like I actually have lost loads of weight like and I look so different and even looking at pictures like on my Instagram obviously like some of them are posed and I obviously look my best angle but I'm like but that is me like I'm like why can't I just see that when I look in the mirror why do I always have to feel so like I've stopped weighing myself recently because I'm just like there's actually no point because it's just making me feel crap and I used to like weigh myself every day and and not care like I, I didn't think it was making me feel any type of way but then when I started doing it more sporadically then it would ruin my day so yeah. now I've just stopped doing it because I'm like there's no point I'm not yeah what especially I'm not actively trying to lose weight like I'm obviously trying not to gain either but yeah you know. but how do you feel then so that's like your obviously your your outer layer like insecurities what do you have any inner insecurities like yes I guess I'm very conscious that I'm a bit of an asshole like in the sense that I'm probably like it I need to be more conscious of who I'm talking to Hmm. in the sense of sometimes I say things that are a bit too honest like I can say them to you but I might not be able to say the girls right and they might take it up the wrong way or sometimes I just say some outrageous things like my opinion but like why should you have to be self-conscious about your opinions just because someone doesn't agree with them but like it costs your friendship sometimes yeah but do you feel but do you need do you need to value those friendships probably not if they won't not willing to listen to your opinion well yeah and i think as well there's other factors that if someone's kind of like really cut you out because of that there's clearly other yeah, issues there issues as well there, yeah but do you think like do you actually feel insecure about that in the sense like say if you spend time with someone would you be thinking afterwards oh, oh yeah should I, said I shouldn't that? have said that yeah definitely really yeah definitely and like another thing that i would be very self-conscious about is like i have no problem getting a shag like anyone, <laughs> right. anyone can get right I have not been on a date in I, I don't know when the last time I was on a date and I, I get ghosted all the time so there, I must be doing something wrong hmm. but I don't exactly know what. like I have friends and mm-hmm. and what makes like you that. insecure about that like what like do you feel like that's on you or do you yeah really like I must be doing something wrong or do I just have terrible taste I don't know um, anytime you I've tried to analyse relationship to yours but then I only hear your side of the story I know, yeah, exactly. it's, I know it's your truth but you know there's obviously like it's impossible to get into the male brain either you know yeah, yeah. but I kind of feel that way sometimes too about like I have like no friends and like I have friends but I'm just like so I don't know I, get, I feel like I'm like stuck between a rock and a hard place when it comes to friends because I'm like I need really low maintenance friendships because I am such like I'm actually like for someone that like talks out of shy I'm actually really introverted and like I really like spending time by myself and I oh, value yeah, so do I. I value my own time so much that anytime I've been like in really close friendships like and it's happened to me so many times that we end up falling out because I can't we can't maintain yeah I can't yeah. maintain their standards because I need a lot of my own time I don't want to hang out all the time and like I've always felt like I in a lot of those friendships I was being treated like a girlfriend in a way like it's like the way you would they expect they were so reliant on yeah you, like, like the way you'd expect your boyfriend to be you know what I mean like yeah. where you're like oh we obviously have to see each other and we obviously have to do things together that's how yeah, I felt like trying to prove something yeah that's how I felt and I was just like it was just too much pressure but now it's left me and I have like basically no friends all my friends have moved away or we don't really talk anymore we only talk every few months and like that's kind of like 
in some ways I'm like but Helen that's what you wanted you said you only want to see people every yeah. now and again but then it kind of also gets lonely but then at the same time I find it hard to even see people like I can make time for you and that's fine and my family but then sometimes I still feel overwhelmed that I'm like oh I haven't I know me and Liam live, live together but it's like oh I ha- actually haven't spent time with him or yeah. like you Quality know time, like. or even spend time with myself and it's like I know I work from home all day and I'm on my own but then it's like I need time to watch my shite on YouTube and I need time yeah, to, to, you know, to do no- time to do nothing yeah and, and that's like my own time that I value so much so I kind of been finding that hard recently it's like oh I kind of wish I had a friend that lived near me that we could do like low maintenance shit that we could like go to Tesco together or go to Penny's together but yeah. that was it it didn't have to be cocktails and, and this and yeah, that yeah and a big deal every time yeah because like that's just so annoying to me it's just like not annoying like because of course I used to love doing stuff like that but it's just like you know it's so much in my brain to like do that and I know it sounds so strange but it is like it's like it takes a lot out it just takes a lot of energy out of me do you know what I mean so that's yeah. like guess why I avoided it well, I, from my point of view as someone who had had friends <laughs> it's so overrated really especially like a big group of friends like you have to you feel like you have to please everyone and like, mm. I'm not a people pleaser I don't want to please everyone if I want to do something with one person in the group and just them I don't feel the need for everyone else in the group to be there mm-hmm. it, it just it's, it baffles me that mentality of like the whole group has to be there all the time yeah it, I don't get it no I don't get that either and then it ends up people falling out and drama being caused and all such and it's just not fucking worth it to me well, I, free- it's not I'd rather just have my two close friends out of the group and not be in- but, but that's th- fine with me what do you think as well though that's the kind of difficulty about being in a big group is that like it takes one person to turn on you to get kicked out do you know that kind of way yeah. it's like that. that is kind of and it, that happens with girl group guys group mixed but it's groups happened anything. to me now twice it happened to me in school I was part of this girl group which like I wasn't really part of the girl group because two of the girls in it excluded me all the time like if anything they organised anything or like in their house or whatever I was never invited it was only ever if it was mm. the other girls that I was actually friends with now it was only in school it wasn't that deep it only lasted for as long as school lasted mm-hmm. but it's still not nice though no I think it's not nice that's what I didn't like about school as well I felt so much pressure to be and like I loved my friends in school like they, I had great crack with them but I just felt like if one of us wasn't talking or something there was so much tension and yeah, the you, whole group. you would literally feel like shit going in the next like I remember like I'd be like crying the night before going to school because one of them aren't talking to me that's so fucking ridiculous you know what I, I mean know. Like, I, but it changes the whole dynamic of the group yeah and it's like so awkward and then it's like and it depends if the big fish isn't talking to you yeah. then, like there's a big difference between that and then like one of the other fucking gobshites you know what yeah. I mean it does like affect everything I don't know maybe I'm not so jealous and that's the thing yeah. it's like it depends what you can maintain and it depends on what your values are yeah on insecurities like for me other than like I wouldn't be insecure about fucking having no friends just something I'm conscious of yeah. and I'm like maybe I should maybe I shouldn't like because I, I I don't take that on I can, maybe it's so narcissistic but I don't think I'm the reason I have no friends <laughs> like I know I am because maybe I didn't maintain them but I don't feel like it was like fucking I don't feel like I'm on well for the longest time I probably it wasn't that same mentality like a little bit narcissistic with like relationships and stuff I was like can't be me but now it's gone on long enough I'm kind of coming to terms with it. maybe it is me like well f- for me anyway like another insecurity of mine like would be I feel like I get really insecure after being drunk like and I just feel like, like shit the fear but the fear I'm like so I'm like 
oh my god I, I was talking too much I was saying too much oh, really? I was yeah like I literally feel like oh my god no one got a word in edgeways because I wouldn't shut the fuck up and like did I really need to tell everyone that ridiculous story and like all these things and I'm like it's so stupid because like most likely people aren't even remembering it yeah, or they don't even think listening. about it yeah exactly like <laughs> they don't care but I can get really caught up with things like that and it's it's strange to me because it's like I know I don't actually care what they think but I, I as I said again I just think it's another way for me to feel shit about myself or yeah. something you know it's really strange that like I don't know so, and then sometimes I'm like I get so torn when I'm like okay I'm fine because when I'm drunk I'm like being myself so it's not as if it's like this bad thing but then you're like you're looking for excuses not like yourself i know isn't it That's so really fucking strange weird. and it's like and as i said like it's only in like bad spells i'm i'm really not I, I really don't give myself that much like i don't care that much i'm i'm very in tune to the fact that other people don't care so why yeah, should i care as in care? like it's not that deep people aren't thinking about you that much but it's just the odd times like when some people might have a bad day and they'll feel shit like about cuz like for me i've never been insecure and i've heard maybe this is more of a man thing but I've heard men in my life be like they're insecure about maybe not having like maybe not going to college or having a certain type of job or they can't do this or they can't do that like statusy kind of things. I've never felt like that. No, ever. And I believe me, I I didn't have nice things growing up or anything like that. And like I still don't fucking like have like really nice things or anything like that. But I just don't. I don't value them. So not that I don't value them. Like of course I fuck. I don't know. They've just never. It's It's not. You're not really materialistic. Yeah, but that's just because it's not in my, like... Yeah, I'm really not. And maybe that's what, another thing, because I think that's what people get kind of FOMO about on Instagram and stuff like, oh, people have things that I don't have and stuff like that, where it's like... As oh, I said, what, I've your chuggy really Louis bag? Fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like, I've never felt like that or, like, felt like I've needed things or, like, status things. I don't care about jobs. Oh, no. I couldn't care less. I find it so bizarre when people care what job someone has or like to me that it's so irrelevant to their personality yeah like i never i don't talk to people about their job so why would i care what job yeah, they f- have like f- people find that so even like our family find that so bizarre about me and you when they ask you what i do like because my work is my whole entire life mm-hmm. we don't talk about it yeah ever ever but, like, what's the point as it's well so like, it's uh, like there's no similarities between our jobs in any way shape or form there's no reason to talk yeah. about it and as well like it's like the things that are relevant will bring up but it's like it's there's so much more to you that like I care about you not yeah, the job what I do and like have you been like that though in a relationship aspect like have you cared what people work as because personally oh, no. people care if they someone has a degree like I find that so fucking I have bizarre. a degree and I've never used it but like, but it was a waste of three years of my life but what does it mean like it's not like and it's like to be perfectly honest in my opinion depending on the degree obviously it doesn't even it's not really even a merit of hard work oh absolutely you know what I mean because like I did my degree all from home before online learning was a thing I just did did all the assignments and passed and that was fine I slept all through college and I still passed mine yeah so I don't get that like mentality of like just caring about status in any capacity like it just it's it's never concerned me so luckily that's something I've never been insecure about but then no me either like do you have anything about yourself though well you said you don't have physical insecurities like there's some things about me where I can my funny toe (laughs) <laughs> you have a funny toe? Yeah. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with it? I had an ingrown toenail twice. Oh, you're rotten. I know, gross. It's it's so ugly. I don't even know like, what my other My is. other foot is like normal. I could definitely send, send, sell feed pics if, if I didn't if I didn't have well if you're into funny toes <laughs> hit me up yeah maybe but if that's I had niche. to could be I think feed pics in general is a bit of a niche yeah yeah um, but if I had two normal feet I could be making a bomb 
Mm, that's so unfortunate. Very funny tell. I knew I'd find an insecurity. Yeah, I had to delve deep. To I'm really going one. around telling her she has a funny toe. Yeah, you know? yeah, your cousin's spicy. Yeah, but she has a funny <laughs> yeah, toe. She has a funny <laughs> toe, right? <laughs> <laughs> now there's something about myself that I could maybe acknowledge as like outside the what do they say like beauty t- standard. Beauty standard. Yeah, the typical beauty Make standard. But like. I couldn't give a shite like because it's like who actually cares like that well unless you're that upset about it to change it then what's the point here well yeah that's a great life lesson you've got two choices for the most part like if you can change it and you want to then do it if you can't then what's the point of sweating over it you know what I mean like I would like bigger boobs but am I gonna spend six grand am I that upset about it to get bigger ones Mm. no so. Well, that's the thing. I think we're quite lucky in a way. Well, I actually don't really know your stance, but quite lucky in a way that we haven't gone felt the need to go down like the filler route or anything because that's really big now. Yeah. And look, whatever, each their own. If each you want their to do own, it. but it's not for me. But like, I'm really glad that I don't look at my face and think that there's things I want to change. And even like, I don't even think there's such negative connotations to that either because I think there's a lot of people that can kind of objectively, to a certain extent, just say. Oh, I just want my lips bigger. It's not that I hate that they're smaller. I think they're I'm so ugly. Or like, like you know what I yeah. mean? They just they want it, and then that's fine. Yeah. And and grand, but I'm still kind of glad that I don't feel the because like even for me, I'm like, oh, I already got my eyebrows and my nails done. Oh, and, you no. know what I mean? Being a girl like a is so expensive anyway. Yeah. To add in lip fillers and all that, I just can't justify the money to. I just don't care enough to do it. Yeah. And I'd be kind of like, it's the maintenance then as well, and then like, well, I suppose you don't like it, you can just get it dissolved or they just kind of yeah, go. That's more money. But, but Botox is something that I would definitely I am on. definitely going to look into Botox yeah. in the next couple of months 100% but more Botox is preventative mm-hmm. so well it just frees your face right yeah so yeah like well I wouldn't be against any fucking plastic surgery really but like but then aren't you glad that we grow like this is kind of controversial but I am glad that I grew up and I was kind of just on the cusp of this that I grew up with Kate Moss and the really skinny models yeah. rather than today's beauty standard because super skinny was achievable to some people naturally for the most people an eating disorder which is obviously horrible And but I think that can be unlearned more so than something that like okay what I'm really trying to say is if if today I could go to a surgeon and become stick thin I would pay for that being completely transparent really? I would pay for that I would that's the body that I would no not st- I'm not this isn't pro Anna or any of that crap <laughs> like it's I'm not saying like stick thin but like how I used to look which was still quite yeah. thin right because that to me is like the 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 model beauty standard now I don't go around thinking everyone's ugly because they don't look like that at all but to me that was what was like glamorous and like yeah. you know what I mean idolised but girls nowadays can go in and pay for a big ass yeah you know but like would you is... actually pay for it if you had the money well no because I don't idolise that yeah exactly see you wouldn't it's like I, I, I was sticked in a few weeks ago I don't did you see me when I was mm. teeny weeny and I didn't like it but I know now if that's what I wanted to look like I could do it see you're lucky that you're not getting a complex over this though you know like cause it'd be very easy for you to kind of go down that route oh yeah absolutely but I think because it's just for work maybe it like it, there's so much pressure on it and like because I'm so active you feel so shit trying to function on sweet fuck all mm-hmm. that then mm, maybe it kind of does trigger a bit of disordered eating because then when you are allowed to eat again you binge because I said after yeah. I lost all the weight I was like oh, I'd love to keep 
a good bit of it off. Now, not all of it, but I didn't want to go back the same way I was when I started losing the weight. And In case you had to go back down. Yeah. And now I didn't go all the way back up to what I was, say, at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't maintain it. Yeah. Because it just... Food's too valuable to me. Yeah, exactly. But then again, is that binge eating? Probably. Well, it depends. Like, I feel like it was binge eating. Like, for me, when I was, like, binging, it was a feeling, and it, it, it actually is the feeling you're describing, of, like, when you literally lose control and yeah. can't stop shoving your face. And it's really... It's like a really hard cycle to get out of. It's really horrible. And like to a certain extent, like to me, I started doing it in a, as a form of like, as I said, like almost a form of self-harm because I'd eat like shit because then I knew I would, f- not like, oh, I knew I would feel like shit, but it was kind of like, it was the only thing that made me feel good. But I went into it knowing that I'm going to feel like shit after this. Yeah. And it was really hard to break. Like even to this day, there's certain foods that I can't have in the apartment because I know like crisps are a big trigger now. We're eating oh, popcorn yeah. now, but like, there's these packets of crisps they're called hickory barbecue oh my and god. oh my god me and Fiona are suckers for them but even still I don't mind it as much when me and you are eating a packet but I would fleece through a packet of them if oh, they're in the so cupboard would I. so I don't, I don't I can't buy them I don't buy any sort of like treats like that aren't fucking fiber one bars because yeah. there's like fuck all calories in them but I can't buy like, cho- like a share bag of minstrels mm-hmm. say or buttons or whatever and like have a handful and put them back. Mm-mm, no, have the whole bag. I'm the same. And so I just don't buy them anymore. If I really, really, really want something, I have to go get up off my hole, walk to the shop, and get it. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, I won't bother because I don't want it that badly. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Whereas I, if it's there, accessible, yes, I'll eat the whole bag. I think that's pretty. I think that's fairly standard, though. Well, there's. But that's what I mean. There's a difference between that and and then binging, where it's like you will one, you'll go to the lens to get it, and even still, it's like okay you have the bag eat the whole bag but then there's you have the bag to eat the whole bag and then you're like okay now I need something sweet yeah. and then you're going to get you know what I mean that's kind of the bad cycle and you know the feeling like shit but like back to the like ass implants and stuff like there's like well like we haven't enough research on this even to get into it the terms like the psychology behind it and like is it right is it wrong should you feed into your insecurities like that you know what yeah. I mean it's kind of like well for me it's not for me to say because like obviously I feed into my insecurities in other ways whereas I'm just lucky that it doesn't require that kind of surgery yeah. you know because I'd say but it could be so different if you had the disposable income that the people that a lot of the people that get those sort of surgeries have I say that I can't be arsed spending six grand on tits but if I had six grand to spare like just sitting there yeah. would I well but the problem is that I don't think well I don't know what research these girls are doing so I can't say this but I've heard from a lot of like watching different videos and stuff on like say like boob jobs and stuff like that a lot of girls don't have put in the research to know that you have to get them changed every like yeah. 10 years or whatever and it's it's not just a once off six grand you're done you know yeah, what I mean exactly. it's like, you have to get them removed yeah and get have them you seen the videos of the recovery for BBLs you have to like shit stand oh up and everything oh my god it looks absolutely horrific I could never that's one of the most my body it's the most that. dangerous uh, surgery there is because it can go, it's so easy to go wrong then the aftercare I think and then that you know that tiktoker had to get hers undone no I think she got implants I think I could be totally wrong but I, I do know she had to get it undone or wanted to get it undone because she didn't like it after going through all that oh so like but th- that's our thing like I watched uh, two girls go and get like boob jobs and they were both talking about like so many people warn them and the doctors sit them down and seriously tell them there's like 
at this like after surgery depression thing where it's basically like you get really depressed because you're going through all these emotions of like okay you've completely changed the way your body looks and there's a good chance you might not like how it turns Mm. out or as well a lot of people suffer with like some kind of body dysmorphia where they're like the boobs aren't big enough or the whatever isn't whatever Did, did you watch that um the netflix show I can't remember what it's called, but it's about these girls in New York. Um, they work for a magazine. I can't remember the name of it now. But one of them is diagnosed with the BRCA gene, and she gets a double mastectomy, and then she gets implants put in. So a double mastectomy, then you get your breast removed. Yeah, you it? get the tissue removed. Okay, okay. And like all the cancer cells and whatever else. Is and this a true story or is it? Uh, no, no. Okay, it's okay. a Netflix show. Um, but she got implants then, and she was like, I just they're not mine I don't like them I don't really? want them even there. though they're probably yeah. the same size boobs, yeah but she was like I just don't feel like me they're not mine mm. so that's probably that's probably what yeah, you're similar, talking about a similar thing like, and that's the thing it's like that would be another fear of mine even though as I said no desire to do it it's like when you change it's like you can never go back because yeah. even though okay you can get the things undone it's never your same body and I honestly think a lot of my issues it's like I think I have that in me that no matter what I change it, I wouldn't be happy so I'd rather just be unhappy with what I have yeah. than like you know spend the try, money to be unhappy yeah trying to change and chasing things Cause you, like, have you ever been in a situation where you felt financially insecure no never really I kind of I am lucky enough and I admit it all the time I'm lucky enough that I know my parents would bail me out within reason because I always felt like when I was younger okay like I come from a big family my parents like I honestly don't think we're poor by any means but like we didn't have the same money other people had because it was spread out across 10 children you know what I mean there was only so much money to go around yeah we didn't go without anything well I didn't go without anything I never felt like I didn't like we had clothes we had food we had everything like that but there was certain differences that I noticed that like I'd never been to a concert and there was girls in my class that they were just getting tickets to these concerts for no reason and that's not not normal but to me it was like I would maybe get that if I asked for that for Christmas and even then I probably wouldn't get it yeah you know what I mean because it just See, wasn't I was, there I was one of two in a fairly comfortable family now I'm not saying no I've never felt financially insecure because I can rely on my parents I don't rely on my parents I don't spend money thinking Otter they'll give me 100 quid if I can't pay my rent Mm -hmm. it's not like that but I do like I just know that that security blanket is there yeah well you've probably never been put in that situation whereas for me I felt like little things when I was like a teenager and stuff like my friends would ask me to go out and we'd go to the cinema go to this and like for me it was always like I don't know if I can go because yeah. I don't know if they can give me the money like you know what I mean it was things like that probably the only time in my life I kind of felt like that because then once I turned 18 I was like pretty financially independent in terms of like yeah. my disposable income and even now I don't wouldn't really feel like that in that situation I don't I don't put myself in situations where I couldn't afford yeah I think we're, we're quite smart in that sense with our money like we're not mean but we're we know what we need money for and like what we can't what we can't afford yeah like, exactly like if there's a night out that I can't afford I just won't go yeah I, like I don't have FOMO so badly that I'll sacrifice being able to do my week shopping just to go drinking like, yeah exactly and I would hate I think especially from like well I don't know it could be just a personality trait as well but I say from my background that like I would never want to go on a night out and feel that discomfort again no where I'm like 
I don't have money for a taxi or oh like I'm gonna have to bail on this round hopefully no one notices you know yeah. what I mean I would kind of feel I would actually feel the opposite way where I'd feel insecure that I'd be worrying that other people would think I was a scab that to me honestly a huge insecurity of mine would be that people would thought I was scabby yeah or thought I, I would that. do you know what I mean yeah. like I would hate for anyone or like if I left something and I'd be wondering like oh did she buy more drinks than I did or whatever and yeah like, I get that and I always get that like with um say you're at a Chinese and you go in to collect it or I go in to collect it and I pay for it like depending on who I'm with like I'm not gonna ask them for the money back yeah yeah especially but if you bought the Chinese I would have that fucking 950 Revolut to you that, that's quick, what I mean like, I'm the same and thank god for Revolut if you bought me a packet of chicken nuggets I yeah. have the two euro. Do you know? But I think like, it actually happened the other day. Jade bought me an ice cream in Supermax, and I revolved her three euro, and she sent it back to me. She was like, "Fuck off, what are you yeah, doing?" I know Revolut actually is great for that because it puts away the awkwardness of like handing someone a five. Yeah. But I would feel insecure about that, and like even like yeah, like going to restaurants and stuff. And I don't think it's that big of a deal. Like as in, I wouldn't like unless someone's a repeat offender. I would. Yeah. I you wouldn't be counting the cents back. Like yeah, thinking, exactly. oh, they never like, paid me. Me and Sarah went for lunch the other day, and. I don't know I got salmon salad or something she got a sandwich and two coffees we didn't even look at like what, how much my sandwich cost and how much her sandwich cost we just split the bill even yeah bit. exactly like, it's, it's so really much not easier. that big a deal for the sake of what possibly could have been two euro difference who cares yeah well that's the thing but I think as well it, it's if you're in that situation because I've heard of horror stories and now this is people just being like ignorant or you know just completely unaware of their surroundings where like so there'll be like a group of a few people and like someone gets a salad the rest get lobster and they're like oh we split the bill like that's oh, like I was gonna say that next I was like well in fairness if I get a bowl of pasta and you get a fucking eight ounce steak yeah. no I'm not paying an extra ten euro for your steak like yeah exactly but I think that's like there's nothing worse when people don't it's, have that it's circumstantial yeah but like there's nothing worse when people don't have that cop on then to be like oh, oh yeah you know or like I or like you had a point and I had a bottle of champagne like come on yeah exactly yeah it's always when you're going up for their round yeah. they want a cocktail or something you're like fuck off <laughs> but thankfully I've been I have a funny story actually one time we were teenagers like and it's going out with this group of girls that like I wasn't even friends with but my best friend was kind of friends with them so we went I we went to TGI Fridays and like as I said I used to ask my parents for like money and like would be almost begging them because they oh there wasn't a whole business plan yeah <laughs> exactly having the powerpoint slide out yeah but, so they gave me like 15 euro or something to go and get my lunch and uh i was like looking up the menu online to see what, what i was gonna I get afford. and i was like grand 10 euro good on the chip lunch meal like and i yeah. can get a coke or whatever right so we were going down and we went to it was like tgi fridays in Blanchardstown, i think it was right and we're on the bus down and the girl that we went with was always had money she all she was like always had like all the like juicy couture track suits and all basically you it was me <laughs> yeah. no but like on a whole other level but like she was like very conscious of the fact she had a lot of money and not, I, to be honest I wouldn't even now that I'm like a grown up I honestly think she probably didn't have a lot of money she just had like her parents Stuff. yeah her parents could just afford to she was not a yeah. child like her parents could afford to whatever and like grand but she would all like I remember even on the bus she would like she opened her purse and she had like a hundred euro like and we were like 16 or 17 it was just like Fucking so hell. random but like that was obviously so the norm like so she had all this money and we got there we ordered our food and like me and my best friend well we all got like the chicken goujon deal or whatever and she was getting like all sorts of shit 
and kind of didn't say anything that was fine and then it came to the time that to like split the bill so we said like oh the goose we all split it and then the waitress goes oh and there's a coke left over and she goes well I didn't have a coke there's fucking a coke glass there with two ice cubes in it like the the remnant. the proof was in the pudding and we were like no you did have a coke and she's like no no I didn't whatever and the waitress was like I'll come back and she's like refusing to pay for this coke and we were just like and like we genuinely did not have the fucking money like you know what I mean yeah. it was like it was just so embarrassing and to me it was like well, it's like what are you talking about like what are we all gonna do chip in 20 cent each because you won't fed yeah, up to pay like, for your coke and like, like it was just so humiliating to be there and be like, like that was like I felt so fucking scarlet like I was like you scabby cunt like you literally have so much more money you can literally yeah. pay for us all not that we'd ever expect that but it's just like uh, to me that just made me feel so embarrassed it just gave me a different perspective of people with that had money now obviously not all like that it just depends what your kind of yeah. values are and stuff but it's like you honestly show up with all that money and you're really gonna fight over coke are you not embarrassed is there anything you're not insecure about yeah I know <laughs> as much as I say it like, I feel like we're so similar in some ways and that are so different that's like, what I mean I knew that's I couldn't I knew. give a fuck about anything I knew this would be like <laughs> interesting to talk to you about because it's something like we would never kind of bring up but everything you ask me I just say no yeah so boring. and I'm like well actually I've got deep rooted <laughs> issues in that <laughs> but as I said like as much as I say I'm like insecure or self-conscious about it it's it really doesn't consume my life it's just something that I think because like maybe if I gave a fuck and it was insecure, someone might love me. <laughs> <laughs> Knock yourself down a peg or two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too independent. But I think, like, for me, that's this happened to me when I went to therapy as well. Like, I would speak about things and then... And that's a whole other episode. Yeah. But I, I would speak about things and they would kind of tell me that, like... Like, I would tell them, but I would then tell them so much better that they were... They would be like, oh, you're really have a lot of insight into that and stuff like that so it's not something that my insecurities basically aren't anything that consume me it's just something that you know if I'm feeling low it comes up and then that's why I have so much to say about it because yeah. it's kind of like well maybe okay will we talk about therapy then like into our next episode like what we are going to talk about yeah well we're going to get into therapy probably in our next episode but Helen has been there done that mm-hmm. had a, a few You've been you've been through. A I've few. been through. I've been hoeing around. Yeah, as a therapist, <laughs> and I am a therapy virgin. Now maybe I need to get down and dirty with why I don't give a fuck. About I know. Imagine you come back and you're like, I'm actually in Scarborough. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually numb because. <laughs> so I am gonna go. I'm gonna go to therapy so that we can have an in depth discussion about the whole. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you should give it I'm, a few weeks. Oh yeah. Okay. Maybe. Because then you'll get... Because I think the first session, in my experience, is always, like, really good. And then you kind of either find out if it's for you or not. Or whatever, yeah. you know. Well, yeah. I'm going to do it, though. Mostly because so we have something to talk, talk about. <laughs> yeah, for content. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but I am doing it for content. Mm-hmm. And because I heard on another podcast... I won't mention which one. <laughs> <laughs> no free plugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, um that the person talking on the podcast said that everyone should be in therapy and I was like hmm maybe I'll try it I'll give it a go yeah. and see what it's all about it might not be for me I know I don't know what you're going to talk about because for me I was like <laughs> basically this podcast I'm insecure about this, this. Yeah. <laughs> well we might find out why I'm 
Maybe I have a god complex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All these ridiculous terms that are around yeah. fucking lately, like fuck. I'm oh. a narcissist and god complex. And this is how cheesy and early know your answer, but like, I want to kind of delve into it a no. little bit. <laughs> I know. Well, have you ever felt insecure about like? So I know we said like Instagram hasn't affected us, but like any kind of social media presence or anything like that, like a following or whatever. Yeah. No. Me either, and like I don't. I, I do be fucking raging if someone unfollows me and I still follow them fuck you really do you yeah. take that on but yeah. like, you probably know a lot more people than because I have so many fucking randomers on my Instagram but like, it's I not like, up, like a stupid story of like my fucking dog or something and someone from school will unfollow me I'm like did that really bother you that much <laughs> to have to unfollow me well, like I have so many people muted but the reason for that a lot of the time is people care about their ratios. Oh, oh no, I couldn't give a yeah, fuck. Yeah, but that that is why a lot, I know a lot of people like that where they they need to have like oh so much more followers than following and so like really give a bollocks like you know what I mean. I, I just don't follow anyone people. who don't have interest in their life. But I would or if like if it's someone I know and I don't have an interest in their life, but I don't want to unfollow them because I don't want them to see that. I'll just mute them. Because well, I don't care enough to unfollow. Yeah, I mute a lot of people that are like, not necessarily like maybe like not necessarily in my life, but like okay, maybe what if they like reply to my story? It's so awkward then if I don't follow them anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like, or it's like I can't guarantee that I'm never gonna want to like see what you're up to. I think that's one of the biggest yeah. mistakes when you stop being like friends with someone. Like I would never block someone because it's like what if like I, I usually just mute, mute them for my peace. But I'm like, well, what if I want to creep on them? I, just I to block check people in. all the time as well I'm very fond of that block button I but I will shamelessly unblock someone as well what can I say though I unfollow people for ridiculous reasons like if they have something disgusting food on their story I unfollow people oh yeah because I'm like you fucking or when people post things that are just of bad taste in terms of like you're just oh I don't know something rubs me up, up the wrong way I'm very yeah, quick I, to unfollow yeah someone. I would too but like I don't think I put up anything controversial enough or like weird enough too it's kind of too warrant to unfollow sometimes like what the fuck like what made you hate me so much but, oh <laughs> shut up see now you're scared yeah, yeah. do you really think it's that deep no I'm, probably not but it's probably but I know you're not sad up fucking thinking about it all no, night no it's probably more so they probably click into my story for the first time in six months and they're like oh, I don't even know her anymore I don't yeah, care about her see, stupid that, dog that's the thing because like for, for most like so many of my Instagram I literally do not know it would have been from like when I was yeah. single or like I did unfollow I remember this though I did unfollow one day some guy because he screenshotted someone's dog's Instagram account oh no it was one of those you know those stupid ones of like a guy holding up a what do you call it a sign yeah a sign and it was like just printed onto it like it was obviously oh, a photoshop yeah, yeah. and I was like your dog does not need an Instagram and I was like fuck you I love dog Instagrams <laughs> so I unfollowed him <laughs> that rubbed me up the wrong way <laughs> I have to say though I never see anything on Instagram I feel like I see the same like six people and I, then oh, my fucking timeline is just meme pages it's really annoying I want to see people I'm so nosy oh the meme pages people. are so crap and they're so like they're so unfunny <laughs> <laughs> right we'll end on this one because this is definitely not an insecurity of either of ours but have you ever right I'm going to ask a question and then I'm going to move on to what I really want to know have you ever felt insecure about being funny yeah Really? I thought you were going to say no. Well, okay, go on. Go, elaborate. I don't know. I, I, I think I'm funny, but I don't, like, I wouldn't try and be funny. That really annoys me about people, like, when they 
make too much of an effort to be funny see I, and I fucking hate when I see you know what I hate when you see on TikTok or whatever like oh when girls try and be funny you're like fuck you I know loads of funny girls oh sure I hate that as well Shut girls up, aren't like, funny it's like they literally are fucking I understand so like boys aren't funny like you know what I mean it's like yeah, the same ratio to like unfunny girls to boys but like for me I've never felt insecure about it but I do be raging when I'm in a group and someone's funnier. Funnier than me. Yeah, okay, that's more so. Yeah, like, yeah, and, and I agree with you there. And someone's I get really quiet than then, then because I'm like, you let them get center stage because yeah. you're just like, oh, it fucking kills me. And there's been, this is so cringy, but there's been very few people in my life that I've actually thought were funnier than me. Yeah. But when you do find them, you're just like, oh my God, fuck you. Like, but you nearly kind of idolize them though. Oh my God, so much. Yeah. There's this fella, oh my God, this is so stupid. There's this fella that, uh, my ex used to go to college with and he was fucking hilarious I only spent like one night out with him ever but I was just like you are the funniest person ever yeah. like it was like I want to be I don't know if I want to be with you or be you, you. <laughs> yeah no I definitely get that like I wouldn't ever be not really jealous but I would be well, I think it's envious or like I idolize people I think it's something we both value a lot about our personalities being, as well. funny. being funny I think you're funnier than me I don't see I, I don't think so because when I was listening back to that podcast actually our first podcast came out and my brother texted me and was like I didn't realise Fiona was so funny and I was like I know for fuck's sake I need to up my game <laughs> <laughs> no I just have outrageous stories I'm not <laughs> funny things happen to me yeah 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 so I feel about being a funny girl like a lot of men find that really hard to be with maybe that's my problem probably yeah funny. being funny because I found like in my last relationship he didn't find me funny at all like he would like say to me like and put me down and be like like I just don't find you funny and like as in like would never we just didn't have the same sense of humour yeah whereas like Liam thinks I'm fucking gas so yeah, you know what I mean I but like I, th- I do think a lot of men like I think I do think it's like I do think it's kind of demasculating in a way if you're funny. I think them. so too and I feel like that about my last relationship as well not that I was funnier than him but I think maybe like some of his like I got on really well any of his friends that I ever met yeah and like I don't know that maybe made him insecure or something well I think there is because like I had that way and like the te- like the centre of attention is already on you because you're the only girl in the group yeah and exactly. then like and then when you're great crap yeah it's kind of like oh shit <laughs> but then sometimes it can kind of do you ever find though sometimes your humour can be taken up as like flirting because I've got yes. that so much I know believe me now I'm fond or used to be of an L flirt every now and again I'm not completely shy to that I fucking can't flirt actually this is something well not maybe that I'm insecure about but like one of my friends pointed out to me the other day like I can talk to a boy no problem until I decide that, that they're, I find them attractive and then it's game really? over can't do it and have you, like have you ever been able to shut me up no like if I find decide I find someone attractive and I don't know them that well obviously like if it's someone I know and I'm already friends with them or whatever yeah See, I've always found it so easy because it's like you know you can have banter with them then. Yeah, but I just—it's not even that. It's just, I just trip over my words. Really? Yeah, I said oh, something. That's so sweet. I said something to a boy the other day, and Sarah was standing beside me, and she was like, "Fiona, that made no sense." Like, oh, <laughs> Do you feel like shit if you tell a joke and it doesn't land? Like not shit, but like I. To me, that makes me cringe so much. Oh, cringe, yeah, but I wouldn't feel shit about yeah, it. Yeah, like, I, I get so embarrassed. I'm just like, Ugh. And there's nothing where shit, you know, those memes where it's like, you know, someone like tells a joke and then they think that one heard them. <laughs> <laughs> they try it again. again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
so fucking embarrassed. Like, imagine someone saying that to you and be like, yeah, we heard you. We heard the person. Like, oh. <laughs> to me, that was just so mean. Like, you know what I mean? But I also fucking... Do you know what I don't actually do? I never laugh at people's jokes when they're not funny. Oh, no. And I think that's... And I never fake an orgasm either. <laughs> yeah, laughing or an orgasm. We're not faking them. No, no I completely agree because it's like, I'm not going to give you the satisfaction. One, the satisfaction of like thinking that you're funny when you're not. But also like to me, like... I just don't I don't think it's polite to laugh at someone like especially when they tell a joke that's like actually not funny like yeah. they like are, or are, distasteful yeah yeah more so that where you're just like like I'm not yeah, gonna you're disgusting yeah like. I'm not gonna laugh to make you feel comfortable like yeah. I already feel uncomfortable I find very few people funny <laughs> <laughs> we only find each other funny <laughs> that's so serious <laughs> Like I find it so hard to find people that actually. I saw do I that actually make you laugh out loud. Like I have like a handful of friends that I can think of that actually like have full on belly laughs. Yeah, with. piss yourself. Yeah, with. but then I just think like if you're not funny, then what the fuck are you? Like yeah. seriously, like I don't give a fuck if you're smart or rich. That makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Go home. But I just couldn't imagine that being part like part of your life where you're like, oh my god, I've never made anyone laugh. Like how could? Because for me, I'm like oh my god serotonin when you make someone laugh it's like I such know. a thing to crave like to be like people find you funny like yeah. you know um oh mate it used to embarrass me so much when i was with my ex and he'd come out and like my friends afterwards would be like he's shit crack oh, i know oh, it would just instantly like it obviously didn't give me the ache enough to get rid of him but like i just found it so well, you know, it's just, so embarrassing but like, i think there's one thing if you're like okay maybe you're a bit quiet because that's fine but it's when you're just like a dry shite yeah Yeah. you know what I mean you can't I fucking hate that when you can't get anything out of someone and you're you're trying and they're just like because as much as I say like I feel kind of introverted and I like my own time and stuff like because I find this is another insecurity of mine and fucking big crowds I go really quiet and like I found it in like work situations I find it found it kind of hard to kind of speak and like one on one or something I'm fine but for some reason when it's like a big crowd I'm like oh I just kind of get lost yeah and I feel like I'm not confident enough to like say anything and it's like it's as if they're gonna be like shut up loser like you know what I mean but I just have always kind of felt myself held back and like I would hate it I would be like oh my god why like for example like in in workplace situations like someone start talking to me and I like get really shy randomly and then I'd be at home and I'd be like oh my god I could have like said so many things to them and like actually yeah. be friends that I just like would like trip over myself and I hate that like whereas like I feel like a, sm- a small enough crowd like anyone think below like five te- like between five and ten people I can like work that crowd but then anything <laughs> yeah. above that I just go like yeah quiet and shy yeah I kind of like I go quiet around people I think are cooler than me yeah yeah me too as well because you're trying not to like embarrass yeah. yourself or like trying too hard but then you end up being no then you end up being nothing no one, yeah exactly you know then you end up being the dry shit. yeah yeah I know and then sometimes I go home and I'm like like when you're in situations like that because it's, it's usually like friends of friends or like certain yeah. things that you're at and then you like go home and you're like Oh, why didn't I click with anyone and it's like you're not, you weren't being yourself yeah you know exactly I mean? how is anyone supposed to click with you when you're not talking yeah but not- I also feel like a lot of the time like if I'm not talking to you or you think I'm shit crack I probably have no interest in talking to you I just won't make an effort really yeah but why I just don't care cause for me I'm I lazy feel like I'm lazy at the moment yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. 
let's say an example where you'd be put like stuck in a situation. Your friend group, someone gets a new girlfriend. Yeah. I'd always try and include them. Oh, you know absolutely, what I mean? And yeah. it's like to me, I hated that when you're in situations and you're like, why didn't those girls ask me anything? You know yeah. what I mean? I feel like it's like that when you're the newbie in the group. But yeah, yeah why should like, you have to make all the effort when it, they all already know each other? Yeah, and I, I feel it's like your duty as like if, so, if there's someone coming in, for, like I don't, I don't think it's fair to just let them kind of sit there and be like, oh, they didn't say anything to me. It's like, oh come on. Yeah, when they were, all, yeah, when you're obviously like intimidated or whatever. Yeah, because they're all already friends. It's yeah. hard. To I've been of. in that situation. I went out with my ex and his friends and his friend's girlfriend and her sister and a couple of their friends and they literally just did not include me for the whole night it was just one of the shittest nights that I've ever been on they did not speak one word they didn't even say hi to me so awkward it's so awkward so bizarre I still to this day don't know why the fuck they were such cunts but none of us lasted it's anyway so, so it's weird. irrelevant it's such a weird attitude though because I would just be so conscious of the fact of being that person that I'd want to like you know what I mean and I'd almost probably be overly nice to the person yeah, to be like yeah but you like, want to you know, give someone a chance like especially if you think that you're going to be around them a good bit like fair enough if you get to know them and you don't like them but don't write someone off straight away yeah exactly I th- that's just obviously their own insecurities though if they're going to be so bitchy but I just I just don't think it's nice and like yeah I just said give them a chance how are they ever gonna infiltrate into the group if you're yeah. like literally not gonna start what, a conversation what, what's with what's the them? problem with them infiltrating the group anyway like they ain't gonna steal your man like yeah what's exactly. the issue that could possibly be the only issue have you ever felt people are like I know this is such a like it's so easy to throw around but you ever have you ever felt people are jealous of you then like their own insecurities I know jealous seems very conceited because it's like oh jealous about their looks but let's not say jealous let's just say their own insecurities got in the way of you being yeah I felt that as well I have felt that and I actually only had this conversation with someone the other day and I was talking about someone that clearly dislikes me and I like I thought we got on quite well and just all of a sudden like just little sly things that they started doing I was like they clearly dislike me for whatever reason and they're nice to my face and they haven't brought it up and they were like the person I was having a conversation with said they're jealous of you and I was like what the fuck is there to be jealous of mm-hmm. like yes I have things that they don't have they have things that I don't have that I would like but I don't dislike them for that reason yeah yeah and like I'm not an asshole to this person but they clearly have some sort of an issue with me and the only issue that they could possibly have is being jealous of something yeah, that well, I have yeah. or something that I do that they can't or and don't a, want th- that's the thing jealousy always m- makes it sound as if like oh you're better than them or yeah you're that and you it, think and they're better than them and it's I not and, but people can be jealous over like even the tiniest it, it doesn't even have to be things you have it's things you can do funnier you can speak out or you can do this you can do well, that I think that's, that's a mindset thing because like we just said if someone's funnier than us we idolise them yeah yeah do you know what I mean like, you don't dislike them for that reason yeah whereas this person clearly doesn't idolise me because they don't look up to me they don't respect me mm-hmm. they just go out of their way to do shit to annoy me or d- that blatantly dislike me yeah and it's sad as well though to think that you, you have to and then I, I nearly have to go out of my way to be extra nice to them and it's, it's exhausting I fucking hate that I that wrecks my head and why should I have like, to lick your arse just because you're, and, you're insecure and, and the reason you do it is because you're like you don't want to give them a reason or you, or you because sometimes you can be paranoid in your own head the way you were saying like oh sometimes I can be an asshole and I'm kind of paranoid it's like you're paranoid about giving them a reason or that maybe you did so it's like you're trying to prove to them you're really nice but I love you that like if I know someone doesn't like me and they, I know they don't have a good reason I take great pleasure in it is exhausting but like 
being overly nice to them yeah, it pisses yeah. them off even more when you are nice to them because they don't have a reason to hate you then yeah. they can't justify it someone's like why don't you like them like oh well uh, her car's nicer than mine uh, fuck off yeah like, like I don't but I just don't understand that mentality and I, believe me of course there's like okay let's just say for example like celebrities and stuff that you'd be like Oh, they're a gobshin. And you're like, why? And you're like, oh, I don't know. They just wreck my head. And you actually don't have a reason. Yeah. But it's different, like a, a real A real person. person. And it's even different. then, that's like a fleeting thought. Like, I, I don't get the whole, like, yeah, like the vendetta again. That's a great way to kind of live your life is, is if, when you can start recognizing that, oh, you're not saying that to me. That's your own shit. Yeah. That's your own insecurities coming out through me or yeah. whatever. You know, it, I, it makes you take things on a lot less, which is good. That's good. We got a lot out there. We learned some things. Now, so this is what I think would be great about this. Like, got to talk about things that we would never bring up and learn things about each yeah. other that we never would have known. Our, I don't. I don't need to go to therapy. I have yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think we'll end it there. Um, we'll talk to you next week. Um, bye. Cousin, closer, brother.